Jason, are we good? Yes. Madam, how does it feel to be here today? It feels great to be here today. Well, all right, since we're live, I'll go ahead and uh, we'll get going here. Uh, Adam Hawkins, Triple Cast, number one with Ben Trockman. We will go ahead and I'll go ahead and uh, want to thank our sponsors today. Um, we got Atlas Labs, um, 3D Printing Lab here in Petersburg, Indiana. The guy's crazy insane with the, what he can do. If you need any uh, 3D printing stuff, he is a freelance artist. Uh, we also have Made for Love and a few F-bombs. Um, Tara does great work. She makes all my front porch stuff super cute, of course. Um, and, of course, the uh, Elmer Bukta Trucking uh, Technology Center uh, here in beautiful Petersburg, Indiana. And um, so they have graciously given me this spot to work out of uh, for six months. And I will continue Cripplecast here for another and hopefully many more to come. Uh, also, I have Custom Mechanical Construction out of Evansville, Indiana. They are wonderful, wonderful people that helped me immensely whenever I had my accident. Um, I was working for them at the time, and uh, I can't thank them enough for all their support uh, throughout these last couple of years and uh, continued support. Um, also, Legacy Brew Works. They are um, wonderful, wonderful beer out here in Petersburg, Indiana. Also happens to be my big brother. Love the guy. U.S. Uh, Air Force veteran. So uh, everybody, drink up that tonight. So got the uh, launch party out here. Hopefully everybody's having a good time out there. Um, got Mad Food, who is catering the event. Wonderful, wonderful catering uh, food truck. So, I can tell you, it's oh, on point. On point. And Ben knows his food. Damn straight. <laughs> so all right, we got, uh, we got Ben on there. He's good. We got the vocals good. All right. So. Let's get to the episode. I've been Trockman of Evansville, Indiana here. He is the manager, a project manager for Change for Balance and an Evansville city councilman. He has been injured since he's the age of 17. Is that correct, Ben? All right. So I'm going to let Ben tell you a little bit about his, uh, you know, your personal act. I want to find you, find out what, what happened to you. You know, there's a lot of things that have uh a lot of things that happen, Adam, but that's just me being sarcastic. <laughs> so, uh, 17 years ago, I was in a dirt bike accident, and I was in uh, Poole, Kentucky, a place where my family and I love to uh, ride motocross and dirt bike. And it was a dirt biking was a family activity, and we just enjoyed our weekends going out and having fun and being in the wilderness and you know Adam I, I never really thought about having a disability or being paralyzed or really even the dangers of uh, of an accident but hey that was 17 years ago and since then I've met a few good people uh, along the way including you my friend yeah I mean I've met Fuckload of people, just tons of people, and like only in the two years. Watch out for my girl. Yeah, I will. There, I'll, I'll be careful. I'll be careful. <laughs> that girl Kelly back there, you mess her up before she does her job. Anyway, um, yeah, I've met a ton of people, like especially Shepherd, and you were down at Shepherd in Atlanta. That's a rehab facility that uh that both of us went to, but like your experience is probably a lot different from mine when you when you went there. Like, what was it like then when you went there? You know, especially at seventeen, that's a lot different. 17 years old it was a it was a a life-changing event you know i mean like any of us that have an injury um but at 17 being you know separated from your family 
or a lot of your family, a lot of your friends, you know, as yeah. you're trying to shape your life. Right. And you were and a, growing. Were you 16 or 17? Were you 6, 17? Were you a, like a junior or senior? I was a junior in high school. Junior. Okay. So it was. Did you, you miss know, your senior year at all? Or did you, uh, did you get, actually get to finish your senior year? Or what, how'd that go? I did. I, I came back on time and graduated on time with a. That's nice. With a, a lot of help from uh, my friends. That's, right. uh, there were certainly some uh, some some bits of homework that were saved. I'd say. Help me. Uh, yeah, it probably worked out. <laughs> um, well, did it, you, you get those people that probably like when I, they're like, oh, man. Yeah, I didn't get back. So you're going to walk again, man. You're going to walk across that uh, that podium, you know, and you're going to get that diploma. But they, I'm sure you have people say that. They're, they're always um, – Always people out there that are very encouraging. I like um, that. It's, I like that, that, but and that um, push you, but it does science. take, it does take a little, um, yeah. it does take a little time for us to, to realize um, the gravity of the situation, right? Oh, yeah, and for, for me, sure. as you know, you alluded yeah. being seventeen years old, I had no clue what, what life was in store uh, ahead. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. So. Well, I mean, 17. So, you went there to Atlanta. You got your – you came back to high school. Did you have a girlfriend at the time or anything? anything? I did. I had a, a girlfriend that I was uh, with for some time. Uh, again, it's thinking about high school love. Right. Um, that's and quite different. And at that time, um, we had a lot of fun. It was not – there's nothing against her. She's a great person. Her oh, yeah. family were great to me. It was just – uh, not the life that we were expecting. Your and kids, like, have yeah, literal exactly, like exactly. I, it's no uh, one's prepared for that. No one was prepared. I needed to figure myself out, honestly, sure. first, and so relationship at that time was a little tough. Hell, I was just trying to figure out where I was supposed to be. You know, as you alluded to, I was at Shepherd, where you mm-hmm. were also for uh, about four months. Uh, I spent some time at back at home, um, kind of getting ready for my next therapeutic journey, uh, which was in Baltimore. I did that for uh, four months. I started building my confidence a little bit then. It was at that time, I suppose, I saw that other people in similar similar situations as me um, were thriving, and they were pushing themselves physically, and that, um, you know, they were still living life. And, you know, in in the hospital at Shepherd. There that's was actually some good. dark, dark times, uh, yeah. but seeing other people were helpful. And, and that's actually a, a, a good point. I kind of forgot to even explain for people that don't know what Cripple Cast is. Hey, uh, let's yeah. tell them all about it. I guess it, I huh? should let everybody know what this damn thing's about. <laughs> it's, um, it's not just about us cripples running around, you know, running around. <laughs> rolling not, around. Rolling around. It's not just about that. It's, uh, it's, I'm not a disability advocate. I'm a, I'm a life advocate. I walked the earth for 34 years. And uh, so I have a different perspective as, as some that have lived in, um, you know, with a disability their whole life or, or a lot longer. But um, my main focus is just continuing to live life. It's not anything other than that. No matter what happens, you just got to keep rolling. No pun intended, keep so rolling. to speak. But, uh, yeah, that's what Cripplecast is about. But, yeah, you were, that's what you were saying. You know, you saw people gave you inspiration to continue. And that's what I got out of Shepherd was – I saw these people that were, you know, like I, they can do it, I can do it too. But then you see people that are way worse off than you too. There certainly are. And, uh, you know, 
made you think, wow, okay. Uh, my, you know, my arms at the time didn't work. You know, I was just like, oh, now maybe explain to people that are watching or don't don't know. Uh, hmm. We should explain that Ben is a C1, C2 uh, level of injury. So he, you draw, you drive your chair with a straw in your mouth. It's, a, it's called a sip and puff. And I also started out with that when I didn't have the use of my arms. So could you explain that a little bit, how that works? Yeah. Yeah. As Adam mentioned, a C1, C2 injury is uh, the, the highest you can go. And, uh, you know, go big or go home, I suppose. Right. But um, so, you know, I don't have um, movement from my neck down, at least nothing that's manageable to um, allow me to do any a big activity. But my my. My chair—it's pretty old technology, but it still—it yeah. still works and it gets me it's where I need to be. So there's a straw here in front of my mouth that, um, as you know, Adam, if I sip into it, mm-hmm. goes left. If I blow into it, goes right, and I run into the microphone. Yeah. If I sip in and keep sucking back, I'll run into Kelly. Can't do it. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't dare. Wouldn't and dare. then uh, blow Sorry, in, Kelly. and and we'll continue to to go forward. Yeah, it's funny. Adam, I'll share a quick story sure. about, about this this chair. Is I was in Washington D.C. Um, a few years ago, and I was strolling across uh, a four lane four lane road, and I got a little excited and decided, you know, hey, I'm gonna hammer this thing down, and it goes about 12 miles an hour, as you know, and it's it's fast enough to mess stuff up. And as I was crossing the road and leaving the people who were with me behind me. I uh, hit a bump in the middle of the road, and because I'm not too secure in this this chair, I wobbled enough to where I lost my straw. And that's the only way that you know right. you can stop. And so, being halfway across uh, the street, I'm yelling help, and all I can hear from the people behind me, because they couldn't hear me, was laughing. Oh, he's having a good time. Look at him go. And meanwhile, <laughs> I'm plowing forward 12 miles an hour and <laughs> luckily I was my feet were pointed towards uh, the curb cutout so I made it up the curb cutout and oh, then shoot. I very quickly went from 12 miles an hour to zero miles an hour running straight into uh, a little concrete barrier around some some flowers I was on a ventilator at the time oh, and I flew forward enough where my head was in between my legs and my ventilator tube came off of uh, oh, my trach oh, and man. tell you what Adam it was the most scary but exhilarating experience that I've had in quite a long time yeah how uh, long ago was but this? I, I will we'll say it was uh, probably 10 years ago 10 years ago I will say that I have learned not to let go of my my straw my sip and puff straw whenever I'm <laughs> in rough rough oh, territory that's one way to learn things <laughs> i get that way when i start coughing i can't like my arms contract and like I'll, if i'm in the middle oh of the yeah drive, like, <laughs> yep I so hit. you're gonna drive around yeah you start you screw like up walls Fox that way place and that shit. happens you know it happens that's all right but oh <laughs> uh, but well speaking of michael j fox you got spasms and stuff spasms is a is a big deal that's Honestly, you know, if we're being vulnerable here, that's like vulnerable. one of my biggest, probably one of my biggest uh, insecurities or anxieties is really the, uh, the tightness of my body. You know, that's just a part, as you know. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Of spinal cord injury, and and that's you know after 
working on the computer or sitting around all day, not getting too much activity. Um, I do, I, I struggle with spasms and tightness. And I, I made the choice many years ago that, that I was going to consider or, or I was going to pursue my, my career, um, which was in PR and broadcasting mm-hmm. and have a little bit more time with my career and a little less time with therapy. I would do therapy that would keep me healthy and keep me going, but I wasn't going to sacrifice my career for it. my future. And, and one of the uh, things that I'm paying for is, you know, if I, I could be doing therapy every day, I think that I would have less spasms. Right. Uh, it's just kind of what you do. But you, but would you have as much fun? It, it would be a different kind. Right. Right. It right. Now, now, I mean, there's nothing against the, the gals. Like, I, I love going down there to them gals in Evansville. They, I mean, honestly, um, I, I could, I thought about going to Evan, or Indianapolis to do mm-hmm. stuff, but they, got, they honestly got a, a really nice spot there in Evansville. This is not an advertisement for them, by but, the way. This, I, I'm, but, um, but the gals there at the YMCA there, or Ascension, they're, they're great. There's uh, a quality facility. It is. And I, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised because I went there to, uh, what, RHI, is it? Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was there was nothing wrong with that place by any means. It had everything you could ever want. Mm-hmm. But that's Indy. I ain't driving a fucking Indy. That's stupid. It's nice to have something that's uh, high quality that's close to right it, home and, with, and with people you know in their infancy. Really, they like, really so, are. Um, yeah, I mean, I I quit going because I I was being lazy. To be honest with you, I was being lazy. I wasn't getting. I wasn't putting the work in that I needed to be putting into it at home to continue i kind of plateaued at, the, at that point so i was like let's not waste each other's time for a while yeah and so oh, i'll get back into it eventually you've got to have some uh self-motivation right and you know you well, get I mean, distracted I'm, with i'm still you know, old, uh, i'm not even quite two years uh, in yeah so you know there's the ups and the downs there you know absolutely you feel man. great for a while and things are going good and then um you get derailed fairly quickly um or if you get sick or you know something like that i mean do you struggle with UTIs as well? That's luckily, knock on wood, somebody knock on wood for me. Um, thank you, Adam. Uh, don't knock over anything now, though. Um, I, I, I have not had, I probably have one or two UTIs per year. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, that's been less. That's good. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a hard thing to regulate. And that mm-hmm. having a, a UTI is something that causes those spasms even worse. Oh, and, yeah. Well, I, I can pretty well hmm. tell 100% when, some, when, I've, when I've got one. It's like, I start actually, does it, does it fuck with your head a little bit? It does. I mean, it you does. feel either uh, exhausted or you think a little bit differently. Yeah, you can definitely tell your, your mental self is off. I'm definitely super irritable. But, I mean, that's hmm. probably normally. That's just kind of <laughs> it's the way. It's kind of your characteristic, right? I w- wish it weren't, but that's <laughs> kind of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can probably look at it that way. Whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I get spasms uh, when I lay down in bed, real bad. And then uh, nothing will kick me out of bed though. Like would your would yours like kick you out of bed? If no, you, no, I no. definitely shake some, but and it's you know being still for uh, a long period of time is certainly yeah. Getting up, getting <laughs> out of the chair, and getting laid down, and getting out of the bed. That's always one of the major ones. Yeah, it's like hey, you're just trying to get in bed and yeah. relax, and then it becomes a. It comes a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Comes spectacle, and you get surprise boners and shit. You know. You know. <laughs> there are there are worth there are worse surprises out there. I would 
I would yeah, say. Yeah, I, I was. I, I would say it was quite a surprise. After I got here, I was like, "Oh, I'll be in." Hey, my brother, my brother, and my brother-in-law Bob was like, "Is that for your mom or me?" And I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> out of all the times to figure this, yeah, this of all out. the times to find this out, this shit still works. <laughs> Mom's like, "Oh, it's fine. I've been a nurse for thirty years. Don't worry. I've seen in... bigger and better." You know, Come on, mom, mom, bigger and better. Right. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Sorry, mom, but I we mean, love you, mom. No, you're just probably not wrong. But you know, <laughs> she, I, she says I'm average for um, average length of growth for a white man. It's no big deal. Are we talking about <laughs> your height and width, or <laughs> we're not talking about this anymore? <laughs> no, but uh, uh, back on track again here. No, you but, do uh, have a nice itinerary here. I do. Yeah, I, I've I've prepared for this. I'm impressed by how professional you've become. And yeah, honestly, well, Adam. I mean, talk about this room right here. I mean, when I thought I'm going to see Adam in Petersburg, I didn't expect you, for you to be looking like it was going to be some kind of fucking shack. Yeah, I thought we were going to be in the whiskey bar somewhere, and now we are in the whiskey bar. Well, that is ah, that is of, fairly true. Chop chop. Wait a second. We've got an intruder. That's doing. She's. Important work here. Important work for the for the podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Easy, <laughs> Kelly. There. Sorry for a break. Oh yeah, well. Uh, Build air. Triplecast is brought to you by. Uh huh. We're looking for sponsors. Hey, we are looking for sponsors. If you guys want to sponsor the podcast, we would. Uh, I'll take your money, and put it to good use. Sorry, you're making a guest appearance here. You. Didn't, didn't, didn't expect that, we did have, you? We have to have nourishment. All right, so back to uh, your injury. When you had when this happened, so you, you're on dirt bike. Wait, I have an injury? I couldn't tell. I'll let you do the jokes today. Uh, no, you're good. I'm good. But <laughs> you better. Like, it's my fucking show. <laughs> oh, my bad, man. I'll back up. Yeah, yeah you better watch it. Grandpa fight. No. Um. But yeah, you had a, uh, you got hurt seventeen. So you on dirt bike, you just out with your friends and family, and boom, rehab, all that jazz. What what was the hardest part about the rehab itself, um, physical and mental? I'd say mental because I was away from my home. You know, I was um, in Baltimore, Maryland, which is a lovely place, but it's certainly not my my home. I. It's a different different kind of place. I haven't been there, so I couldn't tell you, but it doesn't sound... <clears throat> well, next time uh, you make a trip, I will happily be a, a tour guide okay. for you and introduce you to friends. I would, hey, that sounds that sounds all right. I would say, honestly, the Adam, the, the physical challenge is um, a really good one. It feels good to work your body, as mm -hmm. you know, and uh, to have challenges and people pushing you. Uh, but again, the mental part of, hey, I want to be back with my friends, or hey, I want to be back at home, or... Where things are normal, mm -hmm. it's that's the biggest. I think the biggest battle for me. Well, like I, I found when I was there, I wanted to be home, of course, because you know my, I didn't have my kid here. You know, <clears> I was married at the time, and all I wanted to be was back home, doing mm -hmm. that stuff. Well, obviously, it also was the middle of the pan, the second <clears throat> round of pandemic. Yeah, that's right. So they wouldn't let me do anything. So they yeah, you had a me. face mask on when I talked to you and everything. Yeah, yeah, I was. It was it, it sucked, but. They were locking me down for COVID and stupid shit, and like, but they let my mom run around the whole hospital, super spreading uh -huh. shit. 
I'm like mothers. They're just you're super spreaders. Down, you're, they? you're letting super spreader Janet run around town here. She gets special <laughs> treatment out of that's it. That's okay. I, 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 it didn't make any sense though to me. I was like, that's dumb. Why do I have it locked down? I was like across a room with from a guy that mm-hmm. might have had it. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. I mean, they were being precaution. They were being cautious. But I thought it was stupid. I didn't want to be stuck in my room. Nobody wants to be stuck in there. And room, I couldn't see sure. kid, and I was getting pissed right. off. So I was like, "Get me out of here!" But no, I wasn't. I wasn't progressing enough to stay for the next program. Like hmm. they, you know, I needed to go home to get stronger and stuff. But um, I would have liked to stay. But uh, the hardest part was like, I, I guess for me though, there I wanted to be home. But then when I got home, mm-hmm. I was the only one that was like this, and I yeah. was like, "Well, shit! Now what do I do?" Yeah. And. Uh, I got like a thing about being back there, you know. Everybody, I was just one of the guys there, you know. I was bullshitting with two other hmm. crippled guys. What on earth is going on out there, animals? There's, but, there's kids in them hills. There's kids in them hills. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I just guess I didn't. Uh, when you you're you're right. When you are in an environment, when you're surrounded by people that are working for the same cause that understand. The situation that you're in, you know, where we've been before doing therapy, it's people that know spinal cord injury, people that know uh, UTI, mm-hmm. people that know spasticity, people that know surprise boners, you know, people yeah. that, that aren't afraid to, um, you know, have a convers- conversation them? or embrace them. Is that what you? No. Oh, oh, wait a second. Are we going? <laughs> I'm kidding. We're digressing again. Oh, yeah, we're Come on, Adam. This, this is, is your this show, is though. A fun podcast, though. This is the best podcast. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? Sponsorships. Uh, yeah. Well, there are sponsorships still oh, available. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a disclaimer I'm putting out after this. Uh, my views are my views. Nobody else's. <laughs> what about yeah. me? Can I have my own views? You can too? have your own views, too. But And I won't take your views? Don't take mine. Okay, don't I won't take them from you. Me either, though. Like, I don't, I, don't I might. If you don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> okay. What, um, came home from the hospital. You then went to, you know, finish high school. You went to college. College is where we're at now for you. Up to college. That was, uh, you know, honestly, Adam, if I'm, again, being very truthful, is that was sure. probably my most insecure time of who I was. Nice. I had, you know, a nurse with me uh, during um during the days, you know, during the time that I was at school, and I, I just I wasn't confident in who I was as a person, and it had nothing to do with you know having someone follow you around and. Hey, we've got we oh, got someone that broke in it's here. It's okay. Hi, little baby. Hey, daddy's daddy's talking on a on the microphone now. Thank you for the car. I love you, baby. That's a special delivery. <laughs> nice. Bye. Sorry about that. Uh, was that planned? That had to have been planned. That had to have been planned. Yeah, that was a good fitness I score. I personally didn't plan that, but thanks, uh, thank you all. <laughs> the car delivery. Um, all right, good deal. Hey, nice little car. What kind of car is it? It's a. a was bug. that a, bit, a beetle? A little bug, a little beetle. Cool. I would uh, at, at that time in my life, it was just I, I wasn't. I was around young people my age, and I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I fit in. And right, well, because I like back then. I mean, I mean back then, like at, at 21 years of age, I wouldn't have known what to say to you. At me, me being 21, yeah. as a walking man, I, I wouldn't have known what to say to you, and I'd have been like, 
fuck that. Like, I, I swear. And uh, it's wrong with me. Now, I mean, I know that now, but I would have, but that's exactly what yeah, I was that age, Like, that that would be terrible. That age, it's, it's, uh, you're thinking a little bit differently. You're yeah, not, oh, absolutely. Not as, not as thoughtful, not as, uh, uh, but cautious. I wasn't as thoughtful at 34 when I snapped <laughs> my neck. Yeah, well. You know, I, yeah. But it was. We're all growing a little bit every day, aren't we? Oh, man. A little bit. Talking to you, talking to you, honestly, Adam, two years ago, and, you know, if you would have told me that you were going to have a podcast, uh, I I wouldn't, I, I'm not sure I would have believed it. Uh, <laughs> I might have uh, mentioned it, and then you were like, yeah, I'll forget about that. <laughs> and now, to be where you are in this cool building with a bunch of really awesome supporters outside, I mean, this is... Uh, very lucky. You are lucky, and this is, this is progress, as yeah. uh, you should know. Well... This is special, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I've always been pretty good at talking shit, so whenever I... Might as well do it on a podcast. Well, I thought, well, if I'm going to be crippled, I might as well continue to talk shit if I can. So, I still got a voice. Your mouth is not paralyzed, is it? It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, so, went to college, and then when you, did, you graduated with a bachelor's in... Uh, public relations, public relations, and advertising. I did. Uh, I had a really cool opportunity to um, serve as a national ambassador for Easter Seals, which is oh, a nice. uh, organization that serves people with disabilities. Um, they have seventy different affiliates across the United States, and, and so before I graduated college, I had, I had again the the opportunity to travel to conferences in D.C. and New Orleans, and um, to uh, San Diego, and we'll talk about travel in a moment, I know, but uh, it, it opened my eyes to advocacy and to uh, the communications world and, and made me realize that uh, being a communications major and doing something in public relations or communications was something that I wanted to pursue, just like you. I like, I like talking in front oh, yeah. of people and, and quote, communicating, mm-hmm. and so it reinforced you know, my, my, uh, my path of to where I wanted to be and so and so from there you you so you got your bachelor's degree and then you went to where was your first job at my first job I can't believe I'm going to say this time frame because I feel like I'm not that old to say that I worked somewhere for this long but uh, I was at Old National Bank for about eight years um, they had uh, this was a job right out of my graduation I met with a few local CEOs to talk about some opportunities that I could have. Obviously, at that time, you know, the community was was I think the community was very inclusive of people with disabilities, but they didn't know how how to be. Um, and I, there was a leader at uh, the bank that took a a chance on me and hired me to uh, help the organization at ONB to become more inclusive of people with disabilities and so my job essentially was creating programs that uh, gave people with disabilities more confidence but also gave our leaders in our company um, more uh, better educated on people with disabilities exactly just like you know the world and that's the big thing was like I didn't know shit about this beforehand Um, me either bro and uh 
Nobody does if you're not directly affected by it. I, I wouldn't wouldn't say you. I mean, that's like anything though. If you're not directly affected by it, why would you know anything about it? Yeah. And uh, you know, there there are some other people in my town that have uh, spinal cord injuries, but uh, none that I personally knew at the time. And uh, so yeah, I remember another young guy. He'll be on here at some point, hopefully. Uh, Colin Salee. He, uh, he when he got hurt, I was actually working at Toyota on the same job site, across across the plant. And he got hurt, and I was like, they, they said it was a, a guy got paralyzed. And I said, if that ever happens to me, just kill me. I remember telling my buddies that. Lo and behold, three or four years later, here we are. But You're still alive. Five, well, now that's been five or six years ago now, but he got hurt. But, but yeah, that's, I mean, still alive. But I, at the time, my thought process was way different, like you said. I, was, I would never have, uh, if you'd have told me this almost you know, the day before my accident, you just said, hey, you know, all this shit's going to happen to you. And uh, you're going to make it through it. I'm like, no, no way. Absolutely not. There's no way I could do any of this. And uh, well, you never know what you can do until you get through it. You know, you're doing pretty you good do right now. And people ask me, so how, how, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just get up. Every, I mean, well, somebody gets me up every day. I don't really have a choice. <laughs> so what? I can't really stay in bed. What uh, what the let me so I'm gonna take over sure. uh, the 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 questions for all your good friends um, wondering out there what what does what does your care situation look like my care Adam? situation yeah. um, I have caregivers um, I thought we didn't like that word oh yeah we have slaves uh, <laughs> uh, seventeen hours a day uh, and so basically I have somebody that's uh, on the clock seventeen hours a day just to make sure that I get what I need. Um, Gets me up. Once I get up in the morning, though, it's it's not I don't need a major amount. Right. Well, my, my family might differ in that, but uh, but I, they're not on this podcast. No, they're not yet. Uh, well, then they'll have that shot at some point, maybe. But uh, <laughs> they can set the record straight. But um, no, hope you know. At, I mean, as things have gone on, much less care is needed after I get up in the morning. You know, especially as I'm, I try a lot of things on my own, which does not work out surprisingly. Um, <laughs> my brother-in-law Bob cleans up a lot of messes. Um, You're a messy boy, are you? I'm a messy boy, yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I make a lot of messes, but I refuse to stop trying to do shit, and that's the probably that's important, problem. though. Well, I mean, and I, in by comparison to a year ago, I do all kinds of things that I didn't do. So I'm not gonna stop doing stuff just because I fuck it up. Gotta keep trying. I didn't stop living because I fucked that up. <laughs> Amen, brother. So, anyway. Well, I, I ask about the. The care situation. Oh, yeah. I know this is your your podcast, but you yeah. know I think that's uh that's one thing that uh, in terms of you know our confidence as people and our ability to perform and do all the things that that we want. It's the patience to work with others and you know counting on other people's to other people to help you be successful is something. Yeah, and that was a hard. Yeah, thing. I wasn't prepared prepared for that at all. Uh, I don't like people doing anything for me. Yeah. And uh, that was the I, I majorly didn't like people touching me. If you were, if I didn't want you to touch me, or I wasn't the one doing the touch, yeah, I didn't want you touching me. And uh, to go from that to everyone has to do everything for you was that was initially the hardest thing to, to get through. I was uh, reading uh, a, a short book by uh, the gentleman. His name's Ralph Braun that uh, started. It. Founded the company Braun Ability that creates oh, yeah, the, yeah. the uh, vans, and he had a lower level spinal cord injury as well. 
Um, and one of the lines in that book that really sticks with me is, um, people will never know how much of a toll of the feeling of being a burden to others takes uh, on me, man. And yeah, I just thought, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. No shit. I didn't want this for anybody. This is not. I so you didn't either. No. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, that has taken a lot. I know that it takes a lot out of my family, and I know I <laughs> a million times over. I couldn't have done it without him. That's for damn sure. I got a wonderful, wonderful fucking family. Like I know everybody else doesn't have that. I'm I'm very blessed as a cripple. I have a wonderful home. I have a wonderful family. Most people don't have the things I have. You know, you're very blessed too. I know. Uh, I. That's why whenever I, I just knew I had to. If I was gonna talk shit. I had to do something and and uh, talk shit for other people. Help help something. Do something. I think this is moving in the right direction. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> see who tries to shut me down for too long. I don't know. I'll, it depends on if I say something stupid. And we'll see if I can change. We're monitoring you for sure. Yeah, I know. I've been. Mo- I'm being monitored. That's for sure. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, the yeah, but I have a great sports system, and this town has really stood up for me too. I mean, I I, I couldn't. Couldn't imagine living anywhere else, honestly. You uh, you told me a little bit about um, some of the things that the city has done to make it well get here. Even it, I'm sure it was. It's just coincidence. But around the same time I came home, they redone Main Street and the sidewalks and stuff, and they it was accessible for me to get into every building on Main Street. And uh, um, I worked at the hardware store here in town. They um, they let me hang out there and talk shit to everybody and that's kind of cool they uh they're good people uh, have their sales increased Adam? well i don't know we'll have to ask them there's got to be know. some statistics about well, this yeah we should <laughs> take a yeah there has to be some statistic i'll, I'll ask eric and robin i'll i'll need a re- i'll need a report eric robin I need a report so if they're watching they probably won't, they probably won't watch this though you'll hear this on the, the we're not we won't impact. watch the underlings podcast we have other things to do. Other Sorry. Things to do money to make. Like Scrooge McDuck over there. My, I got. I do see I Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck over here. So he's hanging out with lots of gold coins. I always picture myself like Scrooge McDuck rolling around like in a bed full of like weed or floor tape oh, or something. The, something the more important money. things than money, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but spe- well, speaking of like drugs, do you take any pain medicine? I don't. Um, yeah. I, I, I would say that was certainly a phase in my life, like after my surgeries, and where I be, I probably became a little bit addicted. Uh, but I, I was afraid of it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's something out there that a lot of people. I just know that I like when I find hmm. something I like to do, I'm gonna keep doing it. So, um, yeah, whether whether anything. So I knew if I if I continued to take pain pills, I was gonna end up a junkie or something. So. I told my doctor, I said, well, I'll wait till my 50s for my drug addictions. So we'll see which one kills me first, spinal cord injury or the drug addiction. <laughs> You've got time. you got time. So <laughs> don't worry. I told the cops in town that too. They're, they're not worried about it. But they have to get my, my van to take me to jail if they uh, want to. So I'm, I'm, they're not. Yeah, it's too much they're hassle. They're really not worried about me too much. Too much hassle, man. Yeah. Like, it's just Adam. He'll be fine. So, um, 
but yeah, so um, and so back to the mental health aspect of things. That do you you would say, I mean, I would say personally, but um, do you say that's the hardest part of this whole thing, or the physical aspect? In your oh, it's 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 absolutely mental. It's yeah, it's you know being able to adjust to a new life or the continued. I mean, I I think about obviously in the beginning it was the new life that was that was scary, but now I you know as I think about uh, getting older and having the right people around me, knowing that you know my parents won't be a lifeline out there always. Um, it's a it's a scary future sometimes when you think about it. It is, and there's a lot of planning that needs to be involved, and so I I just I. To your point, the mental aspect far outweighs yeah. uh, the physical. And back to your point of the, you know, the uh, burden of caregiving. Uh, you know, your hmm. your parents just like mine. My mom getting old. I can't physically do it as much anymore, and I'm I'm I try to save my mom from herself as much as possible. Yeah, she wants to get in there and do it. Those moms do that, don't they? they? Do. She was a nurse before they had gloves. That's <laughs> what she says. So, yeah. So she's uh she that's what she did. She wear one of those little hats too, you know. Uh-huh. I think she wore one of those little nurses. I, in fact, she did. I have a picture of her recently. She's dressed up in one for one of those. I don't know where the hell she's been doing. Like, just had a picture it in my my mind. I, I wish I could tell you what the organization was, but I can't. Not the next podcast. No, uh, oh, they they do like uh, uh, when I think when veterans. The veterans uh, stuff. I don't know. Uh, nurses NBA. like that were in the military. Or I don't know. Maybe they go talk to them like vet like with their funny hats. With her funny hats, like my mom, she could probably tell you. I'll get her on here another time. She'll tell us well, how it was. Daughters of the Universe, one of those. There you go. What are those uh, things she's involved in? Um. But yeah, I mean, that's probably the worst thing for me was mental, like physical. Like, I got my arms back, but that's all I'm ever gonna get back. So, um. Well, I think you're kind of an asshole for showing off your arms right oh, now. Oh yeah. Look at me. Yeah, what I, I can do. Yeah, I'm not feeling Look really good about that. Look what I can do, Ben. <laughs> hey, you did make a lot of progress, though, didn't you? Yeah, I, well, sort of. I got all the way down to the wrists, but no triceps, so I'll never be able to like, get myself out of this chair myself. So. Well, you got to depend on other people sometimes. I suppose. That is the hard part, though. You know, it's depending on other people to do everything for you. And, you know, even with this podcast, like there's stuff I didn't get done that I wanted to get done, but I don't like asking people to do shit for me. Well, you so, seem pretty good at it to me. To an extent. To an extent, but my family and friends have lives and shit. And i taken up enough of their time, truthfully. So, um, I don't know. I, I need more slaves, I guess. We all need a few more, don't we? Yeah. Not like in the derogatory just sense. Like just they a get few more hands. Work. You can call hey, would them you quit being so people, offensive, Adam? You're going to... You're you're gonna be getting rid of all your viewers so quickly. Your offensive words, my gosh. Well, that is uh that is something that uh, I'm not afraid of necessarily. Um, I am a little bit offensive. It's kind of what this is about. It's not this ain't this ain't sunshine and rainbows, man. This is I shit and piss in a bag, bud. You know this is not a uh, um. Yeah, this ain't, this ain't easy. So, having so, hold on, I got a, I got a message from the producer here, Jason. What, what are those? There is a message. Am I supposed to look at something? My feet. Yeah, we can do things for free. 
Oh, I have not. There's oh questions. my goodness, we've got questions. Answering questions. I hope they're not tough ones. I hope they're for you. I hope they're for you. Fuck off. You got me a little money for by the way. Huh? You got me a little money for I'm not giving you shit. Well, you might have some gold coins. I'll give you some gold doubloons. Is that about Chuck E. Cheese? Hold on here. What? Which Chuck E. Cheese? Okay. Adam is scrolling through Where's... his Facebook for questions. Oh my gosh. You gotta keep going. Well, yeah, just send it to me. Yes, I will. I'm a, what? I'm not computer good at this. So, um, where were we, Ben? We were right here in, in Petersburg, Indiana. Well, it's a wonderful spot. Uh, I hear it's a great oh place boy. to. We got a lot of a lot of things going on here on the internet. Oh my god, you found it! Yeah. Everyone has to be patient with Adam here. Well. All right. Ah, that's not it either. All right, I'm making right, a water request. Just get yes, yeah, take it away from me. All right. You got a hot studio here, man. A hot studio. You do the the Isn't temperature. It oh, it's warm in here. <laughs> Somebody turned it down. We're melting here. Ah, uh, jeez. These, these people hate the handicapped. Oh, I will say my shirt. I don't hate the handicapped. I hate the. Oh, that's good articulation there. You see what I mean? Yeah, and that's a misconception. People on the internet might see that differently, but yeah, I hate the handicap of this. Not being not handicapped people. Well, I do probably hate some of those people too. They, I mean, they're people that suck aren't just walking people. There are some people in wheelchairs that suck too. No, I come might on. be one of them. Where it's it's uh, still uh, up for debate. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll see if I get canceled after this one. <laughs> Eventually, it's inevitable. It's something's gonna bad happen. I feel like that's, that's how you know you made it, though. I hope. Well, yeah. I mean, if you get, I guess if I get canceled before I start, it's not getting canceled really. Yeah, maybe give it a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Do I got in, what, what are some questions? Well, we've now lost our itinerary and uh, so, our ability. All right, we're back on track here. So you, there he is. Back on track here. You've got, got to college. You got your job at um, you know Old National Bank. You've fit. You know you've moved on from there after eight years. Now you're. Let's talk about your political career. Yeah, real quick. sure. I uh, honestly, Adam, um, I wanted to do something a little different in my life and I always thought I wanted to run a, a campaign and be a, a, a political um, get into the political game political game a little bit um, just what I what I didn't know about you know running a campaign is how competitive it is it's about raising money it's about um, creating messaging you know that's better than uh, your competition it's about uh, convincing slander. others that uh, cutting them down a lot of slander of course yeah. keep it really negative mm -hmm. uh, go after them their history of you gotta to dig up all the things see if they've touched any kids or anything like you gotta go after that i cannot comment on that not yet because it's wait for the next campaign to come exactly out. depends on the opponent yeah right uh, but it, it's uh it's been really neat uh experience to do something competitive that um, to fill my competitive bucket that I have not had in, in many years, and I did not really realize that. And I get to serve the community. Yeah, so like, do you ever like, do you have to stand up and have debates? Well, stand up. 
Do you ever sit there and have debates with people? Um, with people that are running against me or people yeah, like that if are, you had to like had well, I have the first time that I ran uh, three and a half years ago. There were some were some debates, um, and obviously I was a little bit better. Well, that was the only you won. So <laughs> worked out. Um, so you're, you're coming up for re-election win, is it this year? And uh, this year, so in November. Do you? Have, I'd like what, to keep my job. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll that's up to you, man. Like, like that's I said, true. my views are mine. Like, they can't anything I say on here that can't that should not be projected to you. <laughs> should not be people. Should not. Yeah, what he says, uh, whatever, projected towards me. That's fine. I'm, whatever. That's fine. I'm, I'm gotta talk shit on here though. But uh, this guy, he does important things for the community. Well, every now and then. So, you got the political career now. Tell me about Change for Balance. Change for Balance is a communications firm. So I, I, uh, the the company actually one of the partners at uh, Change for Balance was my boss uh, whenever I was the national rep for uh, Easter Seals. And so relationships matter. Everybody yes, is. Um, when I was looking for a change in my career, I, I reached out to my friend and former boss Kristen uh, to see you know if. See what she thought about me getting back into the PR and communications world, and um, and who I should be meeting, and you know who I should interact with. And she said um, that they might have a position for me, and it all worked out uh, very nicely. I've been with the yeah. company for a year and a half, almost two years, and yeah, had some good travels to Chicago and and uh, New York to. Okay. I'm sorry, and Washington D.C. I said New York, I didn't mean that. Uh, nice. But, so, uh, and and. Speaking of that, you've been traveling a lot. What what does it take for you to travel right now? So you, you got a van, of course. You got a broad ability broad ability van. I do. As, as do I. Uh, what, what type of van is it? A you have a, It is a Chrysler Town and Country. I have, a, I have a Toyota Sienna, dubbed the uh, Sienna Sausage Wagon. The Sienna Sausage it's Wagon. It's a it's a pretty happening happening spot. You know, you'll, you'll see me cruise around town, and it's no big deal. It, but it kind of is a big deal. It is. It is. It's just. It's there. It's just there. It's just there. But uh, um, traveling yeah, so as far is as traveling tough. that you drive normally to New York, or do you do you fly? What? So I don't fly, um, and that's been a. And explain a little bit about why we don't fly right. Yeah, now. Um, it is. Uh, it's too dangerous. Uh, so you know, for folks like us, um, to get on the plane, someone literally has to lift us from our chairs and place us into the airline chair. One of those little skinny little Asian carts in the, uh, uh, the, the, the hospital carts. Yeah, a little a little hospital cart. Um, it really is. I mean, it's a very small um, yeah. small thing. So they place, after they lift us up out of our chairs and place us in the airline chair, um, our wheelchair itself is, you know, thousands of dollars uh, machine goes underneath the plane where no I don't I don't know um, the exact statistics off the top well, of my head, but it's at least fifty percent of the time there is some damage mm -hmm. or some uh, piece of broken chair. And I, I tell you, Adam, you may know this as well, but there is no Enterprise rent a chair around mm. the corner. No, there is not where you can replace this, you know, forty thousand dollar wheelchair. No. So it's 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 been too dangerous, and there's been some progress made to. Uh, so just just uh, an example out here. Some of you may know this already, but for me, and you to get in a vehicle in our 
uh, in our sausage wagons. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a ramp that comes out on the side, and we pull in, and either the driver or the passenger side do- um, pass- passenger side seat is uh, gone. And so we pull up, and there's a, a locking mechanism uh, below us. Listen to me. You sound pretty good over there. Sound check. Yeah, got a sound check. Um, and so, you know, the hope is that the airlines will adopt uh, a similar uh, a similar type of situation where we can get on and in the airplane and stay in our chairs. Um, that would be the ideal. entire time. Yeah, it'd be safe. It'd be easy. You just have a little locking mechanism underneath our our uh, uh, chair that could be removed. Uh, it just makes a lot of sense. But until that time, um, it's tough for. Uh, you and I to make a trip um, on a plane. Yeah. Uh, you know, like laying our chairs down, and it, it, it told me, like, whenever I did a little class on it, Shepard, take your headrest off, take your controls mm-hmm. off, take all, all this junk off of your chair, put it where? Drag it with yep. you on the plane? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just not, it's just not going to work. So, um, let's see. So, let's see. Oh, oh by the way, Southern Indiana Nursing Honor Guard. They pay tribute to nurses who passed away. That's what my mom when she wears the funny hats now. Ah, yeah. I, that was right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I, I was. I was. Gonna you say were right something. there, weren't you? Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. We have any other questions? I don't know if we have any questions or if there was just that was probably it. Clarifications. Clarifications. Oh <laughs> boy. Yeah. Hey everybody. Thanks for joining us. So yeah, um, that's awesome. So, like, you've never, you haven't, have you flown at all since your accident? Well, if I'm being entirely truthful, um, I don't remember the one time that I was oh, in a plane. I guess it that's was, true. Uh, a transfer from Evansville to uh, Shepherd Center in yeah Atlanta, but uh, I was on enough uh, drugs at that point that uh, I I don't remember that flight, but. Uh, well, I, I remember my flight. It actually was at Learjet, right? My insurance wouldn't pay for it. So, uh, shout out to Local 136, uh, Plumbers and Speedfitters Union, Evansville. They, uh, they made it happen, they didn't they? They made it happen. They got Our the, labor uh, friends. They got me, um, got me there. I, did, I, I remember uh, yeah. that conversation. And I, I uh, just to, to shout out more to our, our labor friends is they, they asked me, hey, is it, is it necessary for Adam to get there right away? And uh, the person I was speaking to said, "All right, it'll be done." And yeah. that was a cool situation. It was. They. I mean, I don't know how it worked out in our on our end. They we just called them. We called them. Hey, they're, the insurance is going to pay for it. They only do in-state transfers or something like that, or or whatever. Uh, and uh, they just said, "Where would we cut the check to?" That was it. It was. They're good people out yeah, there. Yeah, fantastic. I I didn't I. That's what it's about, you know. A lot of people don't. Some people don't like unions. Some people do, but it's about the brotherhood there. They they took care of me when I needed something, and I'll be eternally grateful to them. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I yeah, I worked for a good spot there. But, um, all right. So we traveled that one time. Flown. I've not. I've not flown yet. I I plan to eventually. Well, we're gonna but, have our own plane, right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, triple cast plane. That'd be sick. Cripple wings. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's it's a work in progress. Okay. Hmm. Do this off the air. Like the, do like the, 
It's like one of those, like the, have you seen the so show Royal Gemstones? Trip that Royal Gemstones? I have not. Oh, they're just, Am I missing uh, out? It's not really up your alley. They're Christian folk. <laughs> you, you know, they don't know I'm the plight of the Jewish man. Yeah, so, I'm the resident Jew. Yes, the resident Jew. I, I only know a couple. They're rare around here. I, I, I find myself very rare. You are. You are Special. Rare. Special, yes. Um, let's see, so. Oh, yeah. Now, Neuralink. That's coming up. They just approved Whoa. that for FDA. What, are you going to do it? if they Did like, they approve it on the yeah, FDA? last week. Oh, my God. Yeah. I missed that. I already signed up for it. Holy smokes. Yeah, go on. Go. I'll send you the link. Okay. I... Yeah. Yeah, that they and you can sign up to, to be in the trial. Well, it's the application that it'll probably end their four years or so until they call yeah. anybody. But um, yeah, what do you think? Do you think it's uh, something you'll be interested in doing? I have so the long way of answering this question is that I have been so hesitant to do any like surgeries or injections or you know all these different things that have been available that have been said that they would be a could be a cure uh, for a long time uh, but man this is Neuralink is one of those things I can see myself wanting to go for it's, I mean just you can control your everything with your just thinking about it it's uh, it's pretty amazing and that's just the first set I mean they could they could fuck around and fix this completely and uh, I don't know you know, Adam, I watch, think about some of the cartoons we watched as a kid where the aliens were, had, the, the aliens that they showed had like real little heads and they had big fat bodies. And I think yes. that is exactly where we're at. That was literally just us in the, what in if, the future. Like, but if they're going to, if I'm going to be like on a robot body, they're, ah, come on, man. You get, they could do better than that. Give me some, like some Brad, abs. Be like, be like Brad Pitt or something. And yeah. Be like a big old hog. Yeah. I need to have know? my hair back and yeah. I need to have. Yes. Something ribbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A big old hog, yeah. I like that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Does that come with Neuralink? It should. Well, if I if, if I get in the trial, I'm gonna ask you on. You should. Like, I, on, so so that so Neuralink involves um, a little separation of or you'd have to, to cut on your skull, right? That's and have I mean. an implementation or mm-hmm. implant. Yeah, it's like a quarter size hole in the back of your head, something like that. Yeah, I was watching they a, take out a piece of skull. They take out a piece of skull. And they put either either they put the piece of skull back in, or it's like flush with your skin. One of the I can't remember which is. I watched a piece on sixty minutes, and it it uh, it showed a gentleman that, that had had lost his right or left arm. I don't remember exactly, but uh, they had equipped him with uh, a new hand and working hand. And yeah. Because of basically the Neuralink type technology, he was able Moving to start feeling his hand again. And I yeah. just thought. Uh, you know, the feelings that I haven't felt and you haven't felt for a long time. To have somebody, I don't know, like, you know, mess with my foot or anything, it would be wild. I would mm-hmm. I would probably have a heart attack. <laughs> like, oh, my God, what the hell is going on? Watch here? all this shit happens and we just go like, ha! Just dead. Gone. Just like Gone. that. Ah, it's like the people that see for the first <laughs> time. They saw for the first time. They freak the fuck out and die. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah. Huh? people will be able to see. Yeah, I know. They, they see how awful this terrible things are. You did like, not want to see this world. Yeah. Or they go home and see their wife and they're like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> or their husband. Yeah, I guess. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I, I guess it's true. Spinal cord injuries are not gender specific. 
They're usually males though because we're the dummies. Stupid, yeah. Yeah, it just statistically we're more likely to have a spinal cord injury. That's for sure. For sure. What time did we start? I don't know. I just want to make sure that we don't go make. I feel like we've we have uh, we've covered a lot here. We have Adam. a little, I feel more, like we've done a little more time. Good, but we're almost there. Uh, I got to make sure I get my itinerary now. Now that I got my iPad back. So, all right. Here's a, here's the one thing I did want to touch on. You did or did not? Did want not. To, that I okay. did. That I did want to touch on is the fact that once you become disabled and you have to start receiving assistance and everything, um, you get to a point where yeah, they hold you down making a certain amount of money. I'm trying to make that walking man money. That walking man money is a big money. Man. Here's the problem: is you can't make a certain amount of money a month. Or they'll cut you off services. But as a cripple, I can't make enough money, like as a job that I'm qualified for, being all fucked up, that I can, you know, support myself with that and, and you know, pay for the insurance and pay for medical supplies and stuff like that. So you gotta like either make a whole lot of money or make nothing to be a cripple. It's, no like middle. There's no like uh, middle range cripples. There, there is no middle range. Like cripples. what? What? Like. Uh, Blue, a blue, blue collar, collar, blue blue collar, collar cripple. Yeah, there's a tiny handful of blue collar cripples out there. It's uh, it's it's the the worst. I think the one of the worst parts about our situation is that people don't have uh, many times. Uh, you don't have someone that you can look up to that is a leader in your area because uh, you know that someone that's average that's doing well, right, mm-hmm. financially because. It just happens so few and far between, and it's because there are limitations out there mm-hmm. that um, make it so that you can't, as someone with an injury or a disability, that you can't pursue your dreams. It makes it hard for you to thrive. It does. You know, I, I ain't got a lot of money, but I, I'm doing okay. I got enough. I got. I got stuff. I got stuff. You do have I, a lot I of stuff. I got stuff here. that I that I don't need anything else. I got a place to live. I got a car. I got my kid has everything she needs. So that's. Uh, you know, American but, I, dream. but I'd like to make a shitload of money and then, you know, it all starts right on here. Stupid shit. I, I like spending money. I can't wait to do it with you after this yeah, podcast it. gets yeah. big. Hope so. We'll see. Let's see. All right. Well, and let's talk about it real quick and then we're going to wrap it up here. What are your future plans, Ben? What do you got going on coming up in the future? Well, I just hope to be invited back to this podcast again, Adam. <sighs> well, we'll see how this goes. It may not be any more podcasts I after don't today. Know we got any Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see if I can pencil you in next year. And in between that blind guy and that deaf girl yep. that I've got coming. Uh, but but uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll... Anything else you want to say? To, no, to man, people? I really appreciate it. It's been, uh, again, a, a really seeing you along your journey. And to be to know that two years ago that uh, that we were talking on the phone and I was speaking with your your mom about your situation and where you were going to go and what you were going to do. And now to be here surrounded by your friends and you in front of the microphone doing something on your own, it's, it's pretty cool. So I'm honored to be a part of this, uh, first endeavor and, uh, cheers to you, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ben. And, uh, yeah, thanks to, uh, Ben Trockman. And, uh, thanks to everybody that's helped me out with this. Uh, we're going to keep this rolling and, uh, yeah, we're going to have you back another time, Ben. Yes, so sir. Thanks for Thank the conversation. You. Um, and uh, yeah, keep everybody posted on your progress and get you back next time. Amen. I'll be here. All right. Thanks, brother.